Hey, 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 this is Ty, the family made mom coming to you today talking about organizing your home. Ooh, that's a good one, right? Organizing our home is super big. It's uh, almost springtime in our house. It is springtime because for me, it's spring cleaning. I'm ready to get rid of just about everything, including my kids. Just joking. Uh, but I'm definitely ready to get rid of some things. I'm really uh, ready to just get rid of my smoke alarm. It won't stop beeping no matter what we do to it. And you might hear it in the background. Um, it seems louder than it normally was, I think, because the whole house is quiet and nothing's running or doing anything. But hey, bear with me. So we talk about organizing your home. We talk about getting rid of things, putting things in their proper order and what I like to do is for my home, I will start from when I walk up to my home. When I park in front of my home, uh, for you that have driveways, when you approach your home and you're getting ready to click that button to open up the garage, what do you see? Because outside of your home is just as important as the inside of the home. What is it that you see? When you walk around your home, what is it that you see is what you see on the outside pleasing to you because it is how you will be addressed. If people see that you have a whole bunch of clutter on the outside of your home, it's not really inviting. It doesn't make them want to come in. Now, I know some people might be like, I don't want everybody in my house. Well, that may be true. However, you still don't want them to look at it as you're the nasty neighbor. You know, you're the unwelcome neighbor. That's a representation of you. And you by all means want to represent yourself well, especially if this is something that you're investing in, whether you're renting or whether you're it's your mortgage, whether you've already paid off your home, it's still yours. You're putting money into this place and you're not doing what you could be doing. And for those of you that say, oh, I'm overwhelmed and you don't understand. Oh, but I do. So I definitely understand being overwhelmed. I definitely understand being stressed out. I definitely understand uh, feeling like you're always doing everything by yourself with no help, uh, with little assistance or no assistance. <laughs> you know, I definitely, definitely understand it. So what I want you to think of is what can I do? How long will it take me to do it? And what is priority? So again, when we look at the outside of our home, if you got grass that's 30 million uh, feet high, come on, cut it down, you know? So there's certain things that we need to do that are priority. We don't want to be fined or anything like that. So we want to make sure we take care of the outside of our home. A lot of times that's easier. You know, a lot of times it's easier to just pay someone or, even to have your children handle, you know, uh, your spouse, your children handle the uh, lawn maintenance. Hey, that's easy. If there's things that need to be picked up outside, it's easy to have your children or your husband handle that. Or if you have younger children, you say, I'm just starting out. I'm a single person. Maybe you move to a new environment and you don't have a lot of help. That's understandable as well. What can you do? Again, this list is going to be able to help you to prioritize. It's, again, a part of organization. It's putting things in their proper order, proper perspective. So when we're writing down that list and, you know, we're checking off, okay, so, uh, of course, we can think of things that are 
consistent. When I say things that are consistent, I'm talking about the laundry, the dishes, you know, wiping down the walls, vacuuming, things like that. Those are things that are consistent, especially when you have smaller children. You know, you're consistently wiping down the walls. You know, you're consistently wiping off the knobs and the doors because children do things like that, especially uh, infants and toddlers. They're definitely finding a way to put that chocolate syrup in places that you never even imagined. How did they even get the chocolate syrup in the first place? You know, um, that crayon mark or, you know, just little things like that. Um, so we have that list. We're writing down the things that are consistent, okay? We're putting that to the side. Now, what we do is we take another sheet of paper out and now we're getting a list of things that are from the outside to the inside. So when I look at the outside of my home, what are things that need to be done? Now, for some of us, this may mean we need to... Um, get our homes power washed. Maybe it's just really looking filthy out there. We haven't done, had it done in five, six years or never ever has it been done in the history of the time that it was since it was built. Uh, so you definitely need to power wash your home, get that taken care of. Uh, maybe there's some shutters and things like that that need to be touched up. They need to be uh, drilled in or nailed in better. Or uh, is anything hanging? That's what I'm really trying to say. Is something hanging off? Can something be straightened up and fixed? Uh, can something be painted that's looking dull and rusted and crusted? What about your mailbox? How does your mailbox look out there? You know, just things like that. Things that we don't normally think of. You know, we normally think of our driveway getting that repaved and things like that. What about your landscape? Do you need more mulch? Things like that. And here's why we're doing that. Because when you're organizing your home, and when you're looking at the things that need to be uh, dealt with and handled, you definitely need to put this in your budget. So these are things that we prioritize based on how important they are, how much money is it going to take to do it. Of course, those things that aren't going to take any money, those are definitely easy to do. We can definitely put those in the forefront. But for some of us, some of us are wanting to sell our homes because in the springtime, it's a great time to move. It's a great time to, you know, get in and out of there. It's nice weather. You're not having to deal with a bunch of things. And it's a, just a great time. So if I'm wanting to sell my home or if I'm wanting to do things like that, I definitely have to do an inside out, top to bottom type cleaning. And organization, because if you are still going to be living in your home while you have it on the market, then you definitely want to make sure that your home is presentable. You know, you want to make sure that everything is clean, that everything looks nice. For some people, that may mean getting rid of the old furniture, bringing in some new furniture. And um, I know a lot of people that do rental rental furniture uh, just for the time that they are doing that. And they make sure like, hey, we keep our bedroom super nice, night and clean. But the living room and things like that for these next 30 days that we have the house on the market. Hey, we're going to be doing this, this and this so that we're not touching anything. Um, so whatever you need to do, we're writing this list inside out to organize your home. Now, let's talk to those who I'm not moving. I'm staying in my home, but I still need to organize my home. Um, I'll start with small spaces. If you are living in an apartment or a smaller home, say you maybe have a one, two bedroom apartment, one, two bedroom home, one, two bedroom townhome. So you're working with not a lot of space, but 
There's so many different things that you can do. And if you're not the type of person that wants to spend money, I'm going to put some links together. I like uh, spruce.com and I like um, one that I just found, which was uh, pretty cute and cool, is uh, just a girl in her blog.com and then get organized wizard.com. These are, uh, I normally go to spruce.com and get organized wizard.com. Those are my uh, two that I really like. Uh, but I did find uh, just a girl in her blog because I love to share. I don't believe that I'm an island. I don't believe that I know everything, but I do believe that us as women, we get things from different places. And I'm not one of those people that feel like you just have to go to me. I don't know everything. And I love finding resources that can help other people. But while I'm helping you, I'm also helping these people who have these amazing blogs and they want to share their heart too. They want to help somebody as well. So anyway, so when I was looking at a lot of these, they were talking about how we can use um, our toilet paper rolls and our paper towel rolls and, you know, how we can use shoe boxes to organize our uh, drawers, our clothing drawers and how we can use uh, cereal boxes to organize magazines, papers, things like that. So it was just little bitty things that I would normally go to a store or Amazon.com and pay for that I looked at it and I was like, wow, how much cereal do we use? How many shoe boxes do we have? You know, how can we start utilizing the resources that we already have in our home so that we can be more efficient? No, I don't have to go out and spend a whole lot of money when Amazon is coming through here like water, it seems like. And we have all these boxes instead of throwing them away. Let's t take the tops off of them, decorate them a little taste. They got uh, what is that? That duct tape that is real cute and has all these different kind of designs. If you don't want to do wrapping paper, you can definitely do duct tape. Slap it on there and -da, you got a whole new design, you know, so definitely so many different ways that you can organize things in just a little bit of space that you have with just a little bit of money that you have. But the main thing is, do I have too much furniture for the amount of people that I have? So here's a little skinny. I used to have a sectional, right? But I got tired of people just lounging in the living room. I was like, why is nobody outside? Why is nobody utilizing their bedroom? And uh, no. So I got rid of the sectional and I just got a little sofa and a chair. I know you might be thinking seven people, you got a sofa and a chair. I sure did. And guess what? Three people fit on that one and then we make it work for the chair. But a lot of times we're not all in the same space. So do we need this big sectional that was taking up this whole space? No, we didn't. So with the little sofa, the chair and the table, we made it work. It all sits in front of the fireplace, which is right by the TV. So we have a now comfortable spot. We're not utilizing so much room. Now we have places for our instruments and our table, which obviously for seven people, we need a big table. So we had to make sure it made sense. Everyone has a TV in their own room. So that's something that they can do in their own room. And then for their bedrooms. Even for their bedrooms, we cleaned out a lot of things and um, we got bins for their clothes, which I found out for some of those short people, that's just not what they wanted, not what they needed. So we took those out and then we used bins, just the regular storage bins. And for the boys who are not really into detail of folding things and color coding things like the girls are, 
Uh, we definitely found that that was a better way to do things. They like to just put their shirts in the shirt bin, their pants in the pants bin, and that just worked lovely for them. And then they have a place for their shoes and uh, socks and underwears and all that great stuff. But it was just a way of organizing the home to make it work, organizing their room rather to make it work for them. Uh, now, my older son, he's more... Uh, methodical. He's wants everything in its proper order. So he has to have a dresser. He has to have hooks for his hoodies and he has to have hooks for his, uh, his coats and things like that. He has to have a special area for his shoes and his shoes got to be this way. So he's a little different. My daughter, she definitely has to have a closet. She has to be, see everything hung up to perfection and it has to be some sort of way for her. Okay. So her things have to be hung up where she can see everything. And then the little items have to be in their drawers. So that space works for her and for my uh, other daughter as well. So whatever is needed, we had to organize based on personality, based on the space that they have. Um, you know, some, I don't know, my, my, my daughter's space was very awkward so sometimes uh, I noticed when we lived in a two-bedroom townhome, some of our spacing was awkward, even how the closets were. And, you know, sometimes if you're in a smaller space and it's awkward space, that can be something that's a little bit more difficult to work, work around. An idea that they had was to make certain spaces useful for more than just one thing. So, uh, I'm definitely going to provide these links as resources. However, what they did was they took a bed and it was sitting on a platform and they added another link to that to um, connect it to the wall. But it was really cool because it was all one uniform space. So the desk was basically some plywood, two, maybe three pieces of plywood, one, two, three. And it attached to the bed, but then it also attached to the wall and it was all one uniform space. So I still had my twin or full bed and then I had my desk and then I had shelving right there. And it was so unique and so cool because all of this fit into this small space, but it made everything look spacious. So that's what we're talking about when we're talking about organizing. We're talking about maximizing the space that you're in. When you are able to take the little bit that you have, whether you have a two bedroom place, whether you have a one bedroom and some people might even have a studio. So if I have this studio, then I've seen a lot of people have the beds that go up and down. And even in that bed, there's spa uh, shelving space there and things like that. So you can have, there's so many ways that you can maximize your space. The main thing I would definitely say is decluttering. You have to get rid of the clutter. Once you find out the things that you absolutely don't need, don't want, aren't using, it's been sitting around since who knows when, and you haven't even looked at it. If you have that one bin tucked away and it's not been looked at in 17 million years, I encourage you to go through it, see what is in there if you even really need it. If you will ever be able to utilize it again, if you can't let it go, let it go, let it go. It's okay to let it go. So definitely let it go and clean, clean your home. 
See what your home needs. Does your does your walls need a do your walls need a fresh coat of paint? What's needed? Does your wall see some pictures? I remember when I first went into my college dorm and I was so big on keeping things clean. I didn't want anything on the walls and it drove my roommate crazy. Literally, it drove her crazy. She ended up moving out because she was like, you are too clean. You're always fixing my clothes, picking them up, hanging them back up. And I did. Anytime she would throw something down, I'd pick it up, hang it up, put it up and it would be all neat. It would drive her nuts. But I thought like, hey, I thought I'm doing your favor, but she just wanted to be able to be free. And that's something that you have to do as well. You have to be able to make sure that it's a space where you can be free. You don't want to be so clean or so meticulous that you actually drain the life out of living. But you also want to have a space that is nice, that is clean. That's cozy. So maximizing the space that you're in, whether it's a small space or whether it's a large space, you want to find out what you can do. So in our list, we began to write down the things that were needed, right? And we went on the outside, we went on the inside, and then we also have a list of things that are consistent, things that won't stop. We know that the dishes won't stop. We know that the laundry won't stop. We know that the vacuuming won't stop or the mopping and the sweeping. Those things are normal things, cleaning out the refrigerator, organizing the pantry, uh, organizing the cabinets. Those are things that are consistent, that we will consistently do, whether you do it daily, uh, weekly, monthly, uh, yearly. You know, there are certain things that are consistent that you must do and that are important when you think of organizing your home. Now, when we talk about maximizing our space, when you're maximizing even the space when you walk in, do you have somewhere where you can put your coats? What about when your guests come over? Is the area where you put your coats big enough for a couple of guests to put their coats there too? If not, what can you do to maximize that space? And then when you look at your area, uh, your living room area, for those of you who may have a studio, what do you do when you have company over? Do you maximize your dining area as that space and you maybe do um, a futon or something like that? How do you maximize your space? So think about that. And then also looking at ways to do that where you're not spending a whole lot of money. Why do I talk about so that so much? I think sometimes when we think of organization and things like that, the first thing we do is we go to Amazon and we look at, oh, um, I need to get this, this, this and this. Well, really, maybe you don't. Maybe the issue is the stuff that you have. You really don't need it. So rather I go out and buy this stuff or if you invest in anything, invest in trash bags. Get those trash bags out and say, okay, here's a bag for the clothes that we no longer can fit. Is there someone in the family that needs them? If the answer is no to that, then okay. Uh, Is there a friend that needs them? If the answer is no to that, then there's always the Goodwill, Salvation Army, a Kidney Foundation. I'm sure you can find somebody to donate to or some worthy cause that needs it. So that's another avenue there. Or, you know, if you have electronics and things like that, that you just want to give away for free, you really don't want to waste the time uh, doing it on um Facebook Marketplace, or maybe something was free to you and you want to give it back freely to someone else. 
perfectly fine. Um, I know by the time I'm ready to get rid of stuff, for me, I simply am at the point where if my family and friends don't need it, I am getting rid of it the quickest way possible. I don't want to even worry about if I can sell it or not. Maybe you're there. Maybe you're the type of person that you go to Plato's Closet, uh, Once Upon a Child, or uh, some of the other places that do that. Um, we have a place called Uptown Cheapskate. Um and they do that as well. They uh, do the uh, selling clothes and they also allow you to bring your clothes in so that they can buy your items. I thought that was pretty cool. So what I'm saying is if you have items that need to go, get them out of there, tag them and bag them or put them in a box, box them, put them up in the car. Okay. Out of sight, out of mind. So we got all this stuff. I try to do it all in one day. I just do. I try to do it all in one day. I mark my time off. I take my Saturdays and I say, okay, so this Saturday I'm doing this, this, and this. I'm getting rid of all of these things. We're going to organize this and we're going to do this because it sets a tone. It sets a tone of newness. It sets a tone of order and it sets a tone that we don't have to keep things that have no use. You want to be good stewards over your space, over your time, over what you have. That's a good way to do it. Okay. So we have written our list. We have the things that are consistent. We have made a list of things that need to be done in our home from the outside inside or the inside outside, whichever way you choose to do it. Either way still needs to be done. So after that, we begin to clean and declutter. Um, I don't know how you do it. I like to put everything in a big old pile in the middle. And I just, um, I put all my clothes on my bed and I put a big pile in the middle of the floor of all the extras. And I just, when I look at them in there and I'm already seeing it as trash, it's easy to keep it as trash. Versus me saying, oh, but I might use it in, in 24 days. Oh, I'm, in two years, I might need this. Mm-mm, you not. A lot of times I look back now at the stuff that I just thought was so important. And now I'm looking at it like, why didn't I throw that away when I first looked at it? Why didn't I throw it away when it first came in the house? You know, so I definitely like to get rid of things like that. Um, I would really encourage you to label some things because I don't know about you, but there's some things that I've tried to hide from myself or hide from like maybe the kids. And I ended up hiding it from myself because I put it in somewhere awkward and I never sent myself an email. You know, I, I didn't give myself any, um, <laughs> I didn't give myself any notice of where that thing was. I don't know if I just thought I still had the memory that I had before. Yeah, but I didn't. So I forgot about it. So make sure you're labeling things to keep track of them. Important things that I don't want um, everybody know about. Sometimes I'll email it to myself or I'll create a spreadsheet of important things so that I know where everything is and provide my husband the access that he needs to it so that he can have it as well. Things like that. Um, and then also some of you may have safety deposit box, some things that are super, super important that you may want to keep there. 
I haven't used a safety deposit box in a long time because we have a safe and things like that where we keep uh, important things in there. Um, But we're pretty simple. So we got that together, right? So we began to clean our homes. We're getting rid of all the nasties. And we're looking around at our space. We're defining what we need for the space that we're in or with the things that we've collected. So by now we should have already put our little toilet paper rolls aside, our uh, shoe boxes, cereal boxes. We're looking at those now and we're seeing what we can do with those. Once we are able to see what we can do with those, will they serve any purpose? And with the resources that I'll provide you, you can definitely click on those links and say, oh, now I see how that worked. Oh, I see how that went right underneath the bathroom, uh, under the bathroom sink. I see how that went right underneath the kitchen sink. And that made a world of difference right there underneath that sink. Sometimes we have so many appliances, we don't know what to do with them. Um, We really got to get those together. I know kitchen appliances really bug me because... I might put them up and then like the kids or my spouse might pull them out and somebody might not put it back or sometimes I might not put it back, but it becomes an eyesore because it's too crowded. Um, Definitely finding ways to maximize your space, especially if you don't have a lot of cabinets. I remember uh, one place we lived, we didn't have a lot of cabinets. So a lot of things we had to put on our counter, which was it would bug my bottom but we started getting rid of things so we didn't have a lot on our counters so that makes a difference as well so what we did so far we wrote our list of things that are consistently going to be happening so that we can organize our home we wrote a list of things that we need to do from the inside out to maximize the space in our home to make it more livable to make it more presentable then What we did was we began to declutter from our clothes to the things in our drawers, on our floors, underneath our beds, um, in our closets. So now we're getting those things out by decluttering. We're looking to see how we can maximize our space. We're using our extra items that we have, whether it's our Amazon boxes, our shoe boxes, things of that nature are now becoming our organization tools so that we can save money. For those of you who are like, I just don't like that arts and craftsy kind of stuff. So you've already bought your organization tools that you need, whether you went to Walmart, Target, wherever you went, Big Lots, wherever you went, uh, you went to Amazon.com, you found the best sale that you can get, and now you are doing things that you need to do to maximize your space. Even Target, even uh, TJ Maxx and Marshalls um, have some great things. So now we have this amazing space. Now we're looking to, ooh, even Dollar Tree. I don't know, I forgot Dollar Tree because Dollar Tree has some amazing little um, knickknacks that you can use for storage spaces and things like that, especially for toys for those of us who have younger children that maybe have Legos, little stuffed animals and um LOL dolls, things like that, Barbies and things that you may want to just have in their own little area and create your own little space for that. Even a big uh, shoe box, uh, not a big shoe box, what is that called? A diaper box can form as a place where you can put things of that nature, Barbie dolls and things like that for those of us who have uh, mixed ages. Maybe you have some infants and toddlers together. Those can be great tools to use. Um, Oh, 
your diaper boxes can also be places where you store your um, not only your toys and things, but your you can turn that into a place where you're storing your shirts and pants and all that if you don't want to go get bins. So it just depends on how you're using uh, your money for your organization tools. If you're one that likes to uh, repurpose things and do arts and crafts, you can definitely take that nice little diaper box and turn it into whatever you need it to be. You can actually take the pieces uh, that go along with the box and uh, the top lid portion of it, and you can use it to section off parts inside the box and make it an organizational tool for shoes or things like that for your children. So however you would like to do that, it's super awesome, super fun. And there's so many creative ways to save money, save space. But the reason that we do it is because when you bring organization into the home and keep it there, what you do is you we've been talking about respect, right? So we bring that level of respect for our things back into the home because now we're respecting our space. We love seeing this clean space. And because you've made it so easy for me to organize my things, it's not so hard now to keep everything in its proper order. And also when we give our children the opportunity to have a hand in organizing that space, now they feel a part of it. Now it doesn't feel so mundane or so strict. Now it feels like I've become a part of the process. And because I've become a part of the process, I now understand why it's important to have order, how I can have order, and how I can create really cool ways to put my things in a nice little space, in this little space, and still have major space for my toys. Because, you know, that's really big to kids. Do I have space for my toys? Where are you going to put my toys? If you're not going to make space for them, I will. And I'm not sure you're going to like that. You know, that's kind of their mindset. Oh, they're always putting stuff in here and putting stuff in there. And, oh, man, you know, especially for the little shortcakes that aren't reading yet. And you got these things all put over here and you got these labels on them. And they're like, labels, labels. I don't know what that stuff means. Let's toss it here. Let's toss it there. They're finding their own ways to do things. And while it may frazzle and dazzle us, that's just how they work. That's just how they operate, right? All right. So we have talked about some ways to organize your home. Um, this is from the basement all the way up to the attic. This is you decluttering your home, getting rid of some things, dealing with the emotions that come along with getting rid of some things so that you can bring that order, so that you can bring that peace, so that you can have that home that is a place that you can call your own. Sometimes we don't understand exactly how to do that. And you may need some pictures. I know, you know, when I, um, I'm definitely not a decorator. So I would find little um, pictures that kind of resemble the space that I was in. And I would say, okay, for this wall, I can do that. For this wall, I can do that. And then my daughter is an amazing organizer, amazing decorator. And she has a very great sense of how things should be. And she helps a lot. She helps a whole lot. And then, um, you know, my husband, he's actually really good with things like that as well. So making your house a home 
and including your family in the process. Even for those of you who have toddlers, the simplest step, if you have somebody who is crawling, is you can always have them crawl and they can put their things into the box. Or you can just allow their little hands to be assistants, give them something to play with while you're doing it and while you're talking them through the process. I believe that children inhale knowledge. The knowledge that we give them is so important. It doesn't matter how small it is, but just teaching them ways to do it and then holding yourself and your home and the people in your home and the people in your home accountable to keeping your home organized. Maybe every month you set a reminder on your phone and put a reminder on the TVs or on the reminder on the uh, refrigerators and mirrors of the bathrooms because you know they in there all the time right in front of the toilet because nowadays folks sit on the toilet so long and look scroll through their phone it, it's just ugh, I don't even want to talk about it but if you do things like that just for a reminder letting them know hey Coming up this Saturday, it's going to be time for us to, you know, do our monthly check-in. How's everything looking? Is there anything that you need to get rid of? Is there anything that you need? Let's talk about that. Or quarterly, however you do it for your home. I know for larger families, larger homes, more busy homes, it may take that month-to-month check-in, especially if your schedules are crazy. Sometimes our schedules are so crazy, I want to cry. I don't even have time to cry. So, That reminder is a great refresher to me to say, hey, you need to do this or you need to do that. All right. So, of course, like, love, share, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. All right. So if you haven't subscribed to the Family Made Mom blog, please do so at www.thefamilymademom.com. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do click and let me know. I love to hear feedback. I love to hear your comments. I love to hear your concerns. I love to hear topics, things that you're like, hey, you know, I would love to hear this from you. And I would love to be able to share it with you. So let me know what kind of opinions, thoughts you have. And I definitely like to respond back to you. All right. This is Ty, the family made mom talking about organizing your home. Be blessed.